Welcome to Living Water Radio. The life of a Christian is a lot like a power station. Today we're going to find out why. And we're going to see how 10 practical things can help us do what it does. My name is Pastor David Burkettall. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a Christian Church Disciples of Christ, United Church of Christ, ordained minister, focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California, and in San Dimas, California, for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the more than 100 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Between the two of us, we have over 80 years of ordained ministry experience. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, number zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. The power of the Holy Spirit flows like the power in a substation. It isn't created there, but it is distributed through various means and flows through it. Electric and nuclear power is produced in power plants. They can be federal, state, or local power plants, but the power is made by something whose main purpose is producing it. Then, it's distributed through a network, sometimes called the grid, including power lines, substations, and transformers. Power can also be generated by solar panels and wind turbines and follow a similar network as short as from the roof of your house to your inverter and transformer and electric box, or as long as from offshore wind farms to the utility's power grid. Power plants, whatever their size or kind, produce the power. A network brings it to places that benefit from it. In the same way, we don't produce the power of the Holy Spirit in ourselves or in others. We are the conduits of that power to the people whose lives are transformed by it. We uploaded a video called Rivulets of Living Water a couple of weeks ago and Rivulets the sequel last week, and today we're releasing Rivulets 3, More Flow. A rivulet is a small stream. It can be the means by which people come to the larger stream. Today, we're going to look at 10 more rivulets, that is, practical means that might guide people to receive the streams of living water that is God the Holy Spirit and be filled. These rivulets won't make people Christians, but they can be the conduits by which the Holy Spirit works in people's true selves to lead them to new life in Jesus Christ. And we pray that they will. 21. Love your neighborhood. Does your church's neighborhood have a common concern? A house rehabbing project, a parent's day out, potty training classes, financial management skills, automobile maintenance, an after-school program, etc.? Promote it or organize it for your church or even for your own neighborhood. Involve your neighbors. Do it in Jesus' name. Number 22. Look with new eyes. You are a new creation. You have been born again. Look at others with new eyes. Think about the value of everyone you meet today to God. Value them in the same way. Let all your interactions with people come from that value. Let the Holy Spirit guide you to a way to live that kind of love and express it daily. 
share Jesus, who showed God's love on the cross. Number 23. Use snail mail. When was the last time you received a handwritten note in a hand-addressed envelope and a commemorative stamp? It made an impression, didn't it? It felt personal. Mail a note of encouragement with a Christian message of hope to someone. Number 24. Point out the beauty of creation. Was it another beautiful day in Southern California? Point out nature's beauty to someone and mention that it is a gift from God. Speak of gratitude to God the Creator. Number 25. Welcome company. When you have non-Christian or unchurched guests over for dinner, pray as you usually do and add special thanks for your guests. If you have family devotions after dinner, explain and proceed. Number 26. Contact missing members. Is there someone you haven't seen in worship for a while? They may be ill or falling away, and sometimes people leave just to see if anyone notices. Contact them and tell them that you missed them. Sometimes people just need a little encouragement to know that they belong. Invite them to return and be a part of the community of believers. Number 27. Be a gentle spirit. Being calm under stress, avoiding gossip, sarcasm, and whining, say a lot about your faith. Let the Holy Spirit work in you when you engage with others to show who you are and that God is in charge. Number 28. Celebrate Christian holidays at home. When Advent comes, make your own Advent wreath and put it center stage at Christmas parties. Decorate a Christmas tree and explain its origin to guests. Bring palms indoors for Palm Sunday and an Easter lily for Easter and explain their significance to guests. Serve and share foods that are associated with the season. Number 29. Send cards associated with the Christian holidays. Find greeting cards with real Christian messages or make your own. Choose the stamps most clearly associated with the holiday. Send them to friends and family. Number 30. Distribute invitations to Christian holiday events at your church. Use the invitations and promotional materials that your church produces for Christian holidays. Leave them where community literature is allowed. Send them with your holiday cards. Leave them at the doors of homes in your neighborhood. Contribute funds to your congregation's bulk mailing project. Digitize them and send them to your online friends and family. Maybe these ten rivulets will stimulate your own thinking about how you can share the faith that God has given you. May they be the means by which the power of the Holy Spirit flows through you to give those you share them with strength, faith, power, love, and the fullness of God. May they be the means by which people you know and care about come to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit that wells up like streams of living water flowing within them. As Paul writes of his prayer for the readers of his letter to the Ephesians, in Ephesians chapter 3, beginning at the 14th verse, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth takes its name. I pray that, according to the riches of his glory, he may grant that you may be strengthened in your inner being with power through his Spirit 
and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, as you are being rooted and grounded in love. I pray that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who by the power at work within us is able to accomplish abundantly far more than we can ask or imagine, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Today, let's remember to pray for all those who have yet to get the vaccines and the booster, because they are most at risk to themselves and to others. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer sometime today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at therevsdavidandsally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at David Burkadal and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to either of the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self the living presence of the one true living God, the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. When you have a church, go to or tune into the worship service they have available and support your church financially so that it will be fully functioning as we move now out of the variants and back into the new normal. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. They're trying to find their footing. They're trying to keep everybody happy. You know how impossible that is. Support them. Pray for them. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody, contact a friend or a relative, Google a local national hotline, talk with a professional, reach out. You are not alone. There are people around you who will walk with you through this dark time and into the light. Wear a mask when you're outside your home, practice social distancing, wash or sanitize your hands regularly, get your vaccine. It's the one thing you can do to keep lowering the curve and to literally save lives. Do it for the sake of others. Avoid crowds if you can, and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. We all struggle in some way. Be a helper and an encourager. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated.